Thank you for listening to That Damn Indian Show. This is a production of the Institute for Native Arts and Media. We welcome you. I'm Kelly, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, you know, I'm going to wrap up this week and our conversation. Uh, thanks so much to uh, Nikki Lindsay and to Oklahoma Indian Legal Services for their um, continued contribution to this conversation that we're having about domestic violence and about abuse and we're going to kind of continue to talk about that because it's a huge thing and and we need to continue these kinds of conversations and you know Kanye West has just absolutely escalated and I hope for I mean he keeps saying that it's all about the kids and and things like that so if it's if it's really about that I hope he he considers the safety of them and they're not only that but their mental mental health and their mental well-being I mean somebody who has those issues themselves should understand that and I I hope that he does and I hope that he gets the help that he needs uh, you know, because this is, it's, it's out of hand. And so, um, <clears throat> but getting on to another issue along the same lines, because again, this escalating behavior with Kanye West really, um, points out how much protection abusers have, right? Like he wouldn't, I mean, he probably could. He would still probably still act that way if he wasn't who he is. But being who he is and having as much money as he does, he's always going to have people around him that that are going to protect him and protect his agenda because their livelihoods depend on it in some cases. And and so you you have to take that into consideration. And like him or not, he has a lot of strings that he can pull. Same with her, right? And, and so it, it's important to remember that and the shift in the conversation that we're going to have, which is to Bill Cosby. Now, we all know about his fall from grace. Showtime has an excellent docu-series on it. I think I've, I've only seen four parts to it. I think there are only four parts to it. Um, w. Kamau Bell hilarious comedian uh really chronicles bill cosby's career and really puts the question to a lot of people can you separate the artist from their art can you love their art and love what they do and hate them and it's a it's a brilliant brilliant docu-series and I hope you take the time to watch it but I'm going to kill some of it for you uh p.s he's always going to be a you know a mickey slipping uh drug inducing rapist so you know that's not going to change no matter what we say here no matter what anybody says uh, but one of the, a lot of the things, um, the, the series is called We Need to Talk About Cosby. And when you watch this, and even, even if you don't watch the series for whatever reason, I suggest you do, but 
go back to those things throughout his career. And, you know, them damn Indians, we talked about Bill Cosby and talked about these issues about grooming and stage parents and, and different things like that, right? I mean, people want to get close to them, like push their kids close to them. I'm not saying that for for the Cosby kids or whatever, the the ones on the show. The, the Huxtable kids, I should say, because the Cosby kids was a totally different thing. That those were those were cartoons, and and you know, growing up, being born in the seventies, and growing up in the in the late seventies and the in the early eighties, yeah, like Bill Cosby was everywhere. I loved Fat Albert, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I remember um. The Brown Hornet on Captain Kangaroo. Like, I was a Captain Kangaroo kid, okay? Um, yes, absolutely. And, you know, the electric company. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, and, and you know what? If you're of that generation, you you followed along. <laughs> you did just that, especially the eleven, twelve. Yeah. Uh, yes, you did, <laughs> you know, and, and so he played a huge, huge, huge part of our American culture in my generation, in the Gen X generation. And for for the kids like the the Huxtable kids, I was Vanessa's age. Like a lot of us, a lot of us, you know, relate to it on that level. So for me, I was, I was Vanessa's age and, you know, we, we watched it every week religiously. It was fantastic, especially when you were a, a kid of that age and, and really had a, a, a re reminiscent of Fat Albert and those moral lessons that that he gave on every episode and and you know you knew that you were you were getting guidance from this adult who seemed to really care about your well-being especially um brown and black kids right like representation it's everything and bill cosby and from very early in his career um was was the 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 face of that representation and it, it's like i said it's a fascinating documentary but one of the things it brings to mind too is being the only indian in the room when they're talking about the trail of tears now anybody who knows me and anybody who's ever listened to this show understands that i am completely uncivilized right I'm not civilized at all. And the Trail of Tears happened to civilized tribes, mainly. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a couple of casualties along the way. You know, the freedmen and um, di different other bands. But, mo but largely, you know, the five civilized tribes of Trail of Tears, right? Coming to Oklahoma, getting forced out of their homelands. And while I'm up on the history of it and a lot of different things like that, like I'm educated, but I'm not civilized. 
and it's when you're talking about Indian anything I I feel sorry for these Indians in these in these places where they're the only Indians and McGirt comes up and they don't really like keep up with anything it's like oh McGirt you'd have to really be uh, disconnected not to know just anything about it but some people don't you know some people are just going about their lives and trying to make it and don't want to be engaged for whatever reason but that that look that you get when everybody turns to look at you and expects you to speak for absolutely each and every Indian like there's <laughs> I don't know do some research call one of their tribes ask them like, I get that, but that's the natural response, right? And I'm sure it happens to all people of color. If you're the only only one in, in some place, everybody looks at you like, oh, we're going to talk about Africa today. I'm sure if you're the, the one black person, you know, or black issues, Black Lives Matter, right? Um, natives for i mean for any number of things any number of things from pocahontas to the redskins to mmiw and mmip to mcgirt to do you live in a tp to can i touch your hair like <laughs> all manner of it and p.s don't touch anybody's regalia that that p that that's especially if it's on them right <sighs> anyway that's just that's just me getting off we're gonna get worried back on the highway here and talk about cosby because the, and that's what the show is called we need to talk about cosby and not just cosby and his how far he cast his shadow over american pop culture over all of it right but the system that allowed him, that continues to allow him to operate, because he's out of jail. You know, we, we know that. He's, his case got thrown out because of a plea agreement that was made in a civil suit that said that he couldn't be prosecuted. So we're going to talk, um, again, we're going to, we're going to shift from domestic violence to sex and not the fun, good kind that consenting adults have. We're going to talk about different areas of where it leads when powerful men are put in these positions to continue their predatory behavior because let's let's not beat around the bush they're predators they were predators before any fame or fortune or protection you know and and we don't know how long they've been protected and by whom because obviously, especially in the case of Bill Cosby, there was always a reason and a need to make sure that he could continue to perpetuate that myth of being this good family man all the while, all the while 
continuing to refer to and joke about drugging women. His entire career, he did that. And did we not see the signs? And 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 true, society has changed enough to where we aren't as um we aren't as forgiving as we used to be. That's not just boys will be boys talk. But that's only been up until the last few years. Locker room talk, remember? I mean, it's just been within the last couple of years. And and we're going to get into some different things about language and continue these, these conversations about race. And we're going to talk about this really difficult stuff. Because there's, during during all of this time where we feel like it's all breaking down and none of it makes sense. You know what? Maybe it needs to break down. Maybe it all needs to, we need to get back down to that level if this whole system, if, 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 if it's the whole system and, and this, this thing goes from all levels, this level, this protection for predators is completely ingrained within this system then the whole thing does need to be torn down and built back up in a way that truly protects and advocate advocates for survivors and for their generations because a lot of times there are young people and children who are bearing the brunt of that and so we're going to continue these conversations. We're going to continue to talk about these things because, you know, it's it's tough when predators do great things for a lot of people. Again, Bill Cosby. I had no idea that he uh, advocated for black stuntmen and stand-ins for him on I Spy, the very first one to do so. That's huge. That's 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 a culture shift. That's changing an in, and creating an entire industry. I mean, those are things that you cannot take away from him. And those are great things. Right? You, so there 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 is a lot of of pain separate to to separate that and to separate these good things and these humanity and even the even the art even though there were a lot of parts of his art his particular art and his comedy and even the the Cosby show itself like he's a gynecologist, he works out of his house, like a lot of those women were drugged at his house in, you know, in real life, in real life. Uh, it, it, it's just so shocking, but yet not really. I think that the most shocking part of it was that we all turned a blind eye to it. And I think that goes to a deeper level 
of not being able to recognize abuse when it happens. Because that's, I mean, especially Indians, like, we're told buck up, toughen up. You know, don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about. We're not taught to consider various levels of abuse. And that's where we have evolved as a culture and as a society. But there are still those very dark places that hold a lot of secrets. And especially in the case of, of, of Bill Cosby and of these powerful predatory people, um, you know, we're going to talk about consent. We're going to talk about listening to survivors because, I mean, I'm telling you, go back and listen to some of his comedy. Like, none of it ages well. None of it. And I think a huge irony of it, too, when we're, when we're talking about Bill Cosby and how he was supposed to be this, like, moral compass for us, right? Just say no. Like he did the just say no commercials. Just say no to drugs. I wish he would have just said no to drugs, right? <laughs> he should have said no to quaaludes. But actually, I don't think, I think he probably was saying no to quaaludes. He just wasn't letting these other people that he was giving the quaaludes to say no. He did not give them the opportunity or the ability to consent. And again, that brings us back to that. We don't know that it's abuse. We don't know that these things are going to happen. And, you know, I can just imagine what it's like in Hollywood, let alone in just today's society where pills are very prevalent and some people just like hey here take these okay i mean we i mean look at the rise in fentanyl overdoses and deaths people don't even know what they're taking half the time hell you can get it from the pharmacy and get a have a mistake not know what the heck you're taking if you don't look at the label and ask you know if something's wrong mistakes happen human error and we're going to talk about about those different things and 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 how there was really at there was really and still isn't any questioning bill cosby just having having that shroud of secrecy and having understanding that he could play on survivor shame and guilt and knowing that he could crush somebody's career, proving it, making like threats to people about it, saying horrible things to other black comics 
Dave Chappelle included. Wanda Sykes. Um, and of course, you know, they talk about Hannibal Burris. And it, it it's a, it's like I said, it's a fascinating, fascinating docuseries. So I encourage you to watch it. I encourage you to um start to understand these things because we're gonna talk about predatory behavior. We're gonna talk about um other things and you know, some hilarious stuff too along the way. So we're not gonna we're not just gonna all be serious about everything but we are going to start bringing some of these very serious issues to light continue to bring them to light that's what them damn endings always was about that's what that damn ending show is going to continue to be because i see and i've had a lot of different experiences that i need help from parents and I'm asking different people all the time, be it to come on my show or just asking in general, what is it when you're when you're understanding that that your kids are being preyed upon? What is your initial response? And these are very private things that I'm asking about so you know I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it but there are a lot of parents who are very open about these things and I hope that we are teaching our young people how to recognize abuse how to recognize these signs of grooming and what's appropriate and what's not but you're what what you're never going to be able to regulate are the intentions of older predators when they're preying on young people and when they're in our schools it's shocking and the number of cases here in Oklahoma is shocking so we are going to talk about all of that we're going to talk about um some different things too. So we're, and we're going to uh, make sure that you tune in for uh, Oklahoma Indian legal services. Ask a lawyer. It's a great show. And we continue this conversation that we have on the podcast with our oils attorneys to make sure that we're understanding what the heck is going on and, and really help our listeners and our podcast subscribers, uh, you know, try to, I'm, I'm trying to understand it too and really help you, to um to understand all of this and and we i'm as guilty of it too like we want to pretend like none of this happens and we hear these things about people like ah it just couldn't be that person and i get i i've i've had to get myself out of that mindset to going ah man well you've gotta you know you've gotta take everything with a grain of salt but yet when there's hard evidence and you you've got to believe the survivor and the true survivors i i think um approach things a lot differently because i know i know that there are those uh false accusations out there there are but i think it's like voter fraud i think they're fewer and far between than anybody thinks 
and we need to do our best to change our policies and and change our mindset to protect survivors and to protect male survivors and trans survivors and and survivors of all of our communities our lgbtqia plus communities and and so we don't do that unless we talk about these things and i'm i'm so excited of the the different folks who have uh, agreed to talk to me because it's it's like i said it's eye opening and i need that i i need that that information from you so i can put it out to the masses we're mass communicating and so um i thank you for tuning in don't forget if you want more information about the institute for native arts and media or if you would like to donate to underwrite this program you can do that all online you can go uh, on paypal and we're at the institute for native arts and media you can go to venmo where we're the institute for that's the number four arts and media and then you can go to cash app for that so um it's amazing we're here we're up we're online we're non-profit and you know what we're still indigenous and independent you're listening to that damn ending show on talk jive radio a production of the institute for native arts and media